work, work, let's work. We're in the trenches, break it down the defensive line, from technique and fundamentals, to NFL and college football analysis. You're listening to Big Dog Trench Talk. Work, 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 let's work. What's up, Big Dog? This is Coach Roll, and we're in the lab with Big Dog Trench Talk. Before we get into another Big Dog Trench Talk, I just want to let you know that Big Dog Trench Talk is an extension of BigDogFootball.com. BigDogFootball.com is all things defensive line. If you're a linebacker and you want to be able to rush the passer a little bit better, or maybe you want to improve your hands when it's time to attack them hogs at the line of scrimmage, then BigDogFootball.com is for you too, Big Dog. You want to be a better pass rusher? You want to be a better run stopper? Looking for drills to enhance your skills? Or maybe all you need is just a little quick tip to improve your game that much more. Well, Big Dog, we got it all at Big Dog Football. So come pay us a visit and join the Big Dog community at BigDogFootball.com. Welcome to another episode of Big Dog Trench Talk. Season 2, Episode 20. Let's talk trenches. Defensive ends, this one's for you. Big Dog, I'm excited as you are because, as we know, the college season has started and the NFL season has started. I got a chance to watch the first week of college football and I got a chance to watch the first game of NFL football. Big Dog, what can I say? I love football. And I love watching it. But when I watch football, I watch it differently. Big dog, when I watch, I'm watching everything. I'm watching hands. I'm watching feet. I'm watching hip mechanics. I'm watching it all. I'm watching those guys at the line of scrimmage play. I'm watching offensive blocking schemes. I'm watching stunts on the defensive side of the line. I mean, I'm watching both sides. I'm watching those guys up front go to war every single play. That's where I'm at. You want to find me? That's where I'm going to always be. I'm always in the trenches because to me, that's where the game is won and lost right there at the line of scrimmage. Within these games, I've seen defensive ends win football games and I've seen defensive ends lose football games. Yes, there are several other players on the football field that have to do their job. However, if that defensive end does not do his job, that is a huge hole in that defense. Defensive ends, I got a question for you. Big dog, could you tell me your value as a defensive end? Could you tell me your role in the defensive scheme? How important are you to this defense? Big Dog, you have to know that you are the cornerstone to this defense. You are the piece in which this defense is built on. You will forever and always be a very important piece to the puzzle. Without your piece, Big Dog, the picture doesn't make sense. That defensive tackle, that linebacker, those defensive backs, all depending on you, Big Dog, to do your job and do it well. 
The defensive scheme is depending upon you to one, stop the run, keep contained, two, get after the quarterback and collapse the pocket, three, if anything goes away, blow it up when it comes back. Big dog, you're the guard at the gate. Without your permission, nothing gets out. You're the screw that holds everything together. It might start with them, but it ends with you. That's why they call you a diva's end, big dog. They started, but you ended. Hey, diva's end. This is for you. Let's play this game together right now, me and you. Right now it's first and ten. What are you looking at right now, big dog? What do you see? What's the personnel? Is it 11 personnel? One back, one tight end? Is it 12 personnel? Is it one back, two tight ends? What do you see? Why is that important? Well, it's first and ten, and the personnel may give you a blues clue, big dog. What's their tendency when they're in that personnel? They may be telling you what they're about to do. What do you see? First and 10, what's the personnel? Where are you on the football field, big dog? Are you on your side of the 50? Or are you on their side of the 50? Are you on the hash? Or are you to the field? All of that matters when you're playing the game. What am I talking about? I'm talking about reading your pre's and attacking your keys. Right now, right before that ball snap, you should be reading your pre's, reading your pre-snap. You should be trying to gain as much information as you can in your pre-snap. Whatever it takes to help you gather as much information to help you make a better decision needs to be done. In the academic world, they call it context clues. Context clues. In other words, if you don't know what a word is, if you're not certain or familiar with that particular word, read around the word. Read around the word to figure out what that word actually means. And if you know what you're looking for, if you know how to read around the word, eventually you will figure out exactly what the author meant by using that particular word. Big dog, it is the same on the football field. Most of the time, when I played defensive line, I didn't know exactly what the offense was going to do. I was most of the time uncertain as to what the offense was going to do, especially when I had no clue about reading my pre's. So all I did was guess or shot the gap or I just did something that I thought would help me make a play. But then in college, I started to learn how to read my pre's. I looked at things like down and distance. Was it first and 10 versus second and five versus third and one? Can those things help me identify what might happen? Absolutely. I started to pay attention to where we were on the football field. Were we on their side of the 50 or on our side of the 50? Was I to the hash or was I to the field? Were we in the middle of the field? Were we in the red zone? All of those things mattered and they helped me make better decisions. What was the personnel? Was it 22 personnel, two backs, two tight end, 21 personnel, two backs, one tight end, 
and me watching film and getting a breakdown of that team, I knew when they were in a certain personnel package, I knew what their tendencies were, whether they would run the dive, run the power, run the counter, run the toss, run a trap. I knew that they would have a tendency to do certain things because of the personnel that they were in. Oh, number 32 is in the game. That's their fullback. That's their blocking back. So I knew they may play action out of it. Oh, number 21's in the game. That's their scat back. That's the back they want to give the ball to on tosses, on sweeps. They want to get him to the outside because he's fast enough to run the field. Oh, that's their blocking tight end versus that's their receiving tight end. He's the one that's going to run down the seam and try to split our defense. Number 77 and 78. That's their bigger offensive linemen. They like to put those guys to the side that they like to run the ball to. So they'll swap sides sometimes. When I got to the collegiate level, it made me think, big dog, it made me pay more attention to the strategic side of the game. Not just the strength and the power and the speed side of it, but the strategic side. Because in college, A lot of guys are fast. A lot of guys are strong. A lot of guys are quick. Some quicker than others. Obviously, some faster than others. And some are stronger than others. But when you get to that collegiate level, big dog, the playing field, especially nowadays, is starting to even out just a little bit. So now the game becomes more strategic also. And it made me focus on those things even more. It made me read my pre's. Divas are in, this is for you. Are you reading your pre's in the pre-snap? Do you have any idea as to what might happen? If you have no inclination, if you can't pick up on any context clues, or what I'm referring to is, if you can't pick up on any pre-snap clues, then you have no idea as to what might happen. You need to have an edge. You need to have an idea as to what might potentially happen. That only preps you or alerts your muscle memory to be prepared to get these particular things. Now, you might get them and you might not. But either way, you are more prepared because you actually have taken the time to do your homework before the game. You know their tendencies. You know their personnel, their tendencies per personnel. You know what they like to do. When they get to certain sides of the field, you've been watching them. You have studied them. You know your opposition. You know your opponent. You are that much prepared to be more on the attacking mode than on the let me wait to see what they do mode. When you're playing Divas End, you can't wait to see what they do. You have to read your pre's. Now attack your keys. We're not reading our keys. We are attacking our keys. When that ball snaps deep as an end, you are on the attack. Remember, you are the end piece. You are the cornerstone. You are the piece that holds everything together. And we can't, the defensive scheme cannot afford for you to be hesitant in any of your decisions. But your decision has to be right. And you have to be prepped for the call. You have to be prepped and prepared for that play. Before the ball even snaps, you have an idea as to what you're going to get. And you're prepared in your pre-snap. So Divas the ends, we playing the game. It's first and 10. They are in 21 personnel. 
The ball is on the boundary, but you are playing the field. And they have number 21 in, their scat back. And he's the one they like to run the jet sweep with or the toss with. But remember, you're playing the field. So what do you do, big dog? Do you play a really, really, really tight five? Because the tendency is, is that they're going to try to get that off of the tackle to reach you. Or they're going to get somebody to attack your outside so that number 21 can hit the outside. Remember, you're the defensive end. It ends with you. So what should you do? Should you really tighten your alignment really tight to make that reach very easy for the off of the tackle? Or do you loosen up a little bit knowing that they're going to try to get outside of you? And what it now is going to be your angle of attack? Knowing what that back is going to do or having a great idea of what you might get because you read your pre's. Now, of course, we don't know what's going to happen until the ball snaps. But big dog, you are at least making your decisions based on your context clues. And if you are wrong, you made a great guess. And you've still played the game in such a way that you're still doing your job. And you're forcing everything inside of you to those nine guys that are inside of you. It ends with you, big dog. Defense, it ends. I'm talking to you. You've got to be smart in your pre-snap. You've got to be strategic before the ball even snaps. You already know what's going on. You have an idea of what's going to happen. You can make your decision based off of that. Now that we've read our pre's, here we go. We're getting ready to attack our keys. What are we looking at, Divas in? Same scenario. You're to the field side of the ball. Number 21's in the game. You've watched them on film. You know what their tendency is in 21 personnel. They tried to run up the middle. Before, didn't work. They tried to hit it inside. Didn't work. So now, they want to bounce it to the outside. And you have a, a feeling it's coming. Now, before that ball snaps, what are you looking at, big dog? What is your focus? What is your point of attack? What is your POA? What is your point of attack? Should you be looking at his hands? No, I wouldn't. What about his knee? Uh-uh. I wouldn't be looking at his knee. What about his hip? Look at his hip. And I don't know if I would look at that either, big dog. If you're asking me, I'm not looking at one, two, or three. <laughs> what am I looking at? I'm looking at what I call the L, or what some coaches call the V of the neck. Now, the L or the V of the neck, as I reference, is the ear to shoulder alignment. It is the L that the ear of the helmet and the shoulder form. I'm reading the letter, big dog. I'm reading the L. I'm looking at the L, and that is what I'm going to attack. I'm not waiting to see where the L goes. I am attacking it. I have an idea of where it's going to go based on my pre's. Based on my pre's, I have an idea of where it's going to go. If it doesn't go that way, it doesn't matter because I'm attacking it anyway. And so I've got my pre's. Now it's time to attack my keys. And so I will be looking at the L or the V of the neck because not only will I be able to see what's going on, but I know what I'm attacking at the same time. Deep at the ends, are you hearing what I'm saying? When you look at the hand, 
when you look at the, the knee, when you look at the hip and all that stuff. That may work for some people. But I need my eyes to be focused on my point of attack. I don't want to look at the hand and then when the ball snaps, I have to find his chest plate or I have to find his shoulder. I don't want to look at his knee and all of a sudden I have to find once the knee moves, I have to try to find my point of attack. I want my read and I want my attack point to be in the same region. If you read in the letter or if you are reading the V of the neck of that off of the lineman, your attack point is very close to your read point. And that's the thing that's very important. Your attack point needs to be close to your read point. Instead of your eyes trying to focus in on your point of attack, it's hard to track because your eyes have to get back. That's the challenge, big dog. So play this game with me. What should we be looking at? Defense ends, I'm talking to you. This is for you. You got your pre's. Now you're looking at your point of attack. That's the V of the neck. That is the, the L or reading the letter. And that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm looking for. And I'm getting ready to attack that. I got all the information I need in my pre's. Now it's time to attack now. Now it's time to attack my keys. And if I attack my keys, or should I say, when I attack my keys, now watch this. What if you attack the offensive lineman and whatever he was trying to do, he never did? What am I saying? I'm saying defensive ends that it is important. You know what your job is. You know that it ends with you. You are the end all. You know that you can win and lose a football game. You know that you are the dog at the gate. So you know one thing, nothing can't get outside you. And if you know that nothing can't get outside you, based on your pre's, you should know how you're going to attack this play. We're playing foot to field. We're playing half a man. We're playing on the hip and off of the tackle. We are getting ready to attack the V of the neck or we're getting ready to attack the L of the neck. We're reading that letter and we are attacking it, but you can't lose contain. So you know your value. You know your job. So in that case, what am I waiting for? Divas in, what are you waiting for? We have to stop being so reactive and be more proactive. Let's not be so reactive and let's work on being proactive. We don't need them to confirm what we think they're going to do. We need to attack them so that we can stop them from doing what they were trying to do. And if we were wrong, we still have our contain and we're being aggressive. You don't have to stop and slow down and think during the play. You do your thinking in the film room and you have very little seconds to think in the pre-snap. But as soon as that center put his hand on that ball, <laughs> big dog, that's it. It's time to go to work. As soon as you end your stance, I'm not trying to read no more. I'm not trying to guess as to what's going to happen. I am on attack mode. I've gotten all the information I need. And I'm going to roll with what I got. Because <laughs> it's time to go to work now. And so we attack. So here we go. Imagine with me. Wide side of the field. You're in your two or three point stand. And you have a feeling they're going to try to run that toss or that sweep your way. If I was you, if your coach let you. 
I widen out a little bit, just a little bit because you have a lot of field to play. And you know 21's fast. So you got to make sure you take a better angle. Watching the ball, peripheralizing the ball, but focusing on your point of attack. I'm about to attack that V. I'm going to attack that L. Ball snaps. I attack the near number. If it's number, it's number 65, I'm playing defensive right. I'm attacking the five. I'm attacking his outside number, but my near number, the near number to me. And I'm staying square and I'm keeping contained. And I'm looking for number 21 to get that ball. And how about it? Sure enough, quarterback tossed the ball to him. What am I doing now? I've got to make sure I play outside in. I've got to now take the right angle. I can't let number 21 stack me. What I mean by stack me is I can't let 21 get on top of me. Me and him cannot be on the same lane. We can't be on the same lane. I've got to work myself. I've got to knock that tackle back and make that running back bounce back in to my dogs that are pursuing. But I can't let 21 get on top of me because the moment 21 stacks me or gets on top of me, I know, I don't care how fast you are, running backs, most of them, if not all of them, are faster than defensive ends, especially if they got a running start. If you and that running back were to race to the sideline from the hash, who would win? If that was me back in the day, and I played at Miami Central Senior High School, where there's a lot of speed down there in Miami, a lot of speed in Florida, a lot of speed, a lot of speed. I, I'm not winning that race. I'm not, I am not beating him to the sideline. Forget being stacked. If I had five yards gain or, or, or five yards on those guys, I'm still not beating them to the sideline. We're talking about some blazing speed, man. So then I had to play smart. Then what would I do? Okay. In this situation, ball snap, 21. They tossing that ball at 21. I'm knocking that off of the tackle back. Sometimes I wouldn't even touch him, to be honest with you. I would chop his outside arm because I know he's trying to reach me. I've seen it. I see it already with his shoulder. So my angle, I'm pushing more diagonally up and diagonal to make sure that I have out leveraged that running back to the spot. I can't let him stack me. I've got to get him to turn back inside. I'm the end all. It ends with me. I may or may not make this tackle. But I'm for sure finna make this play. I'm going to force him to turn this play back in. I'm playing with my outside arm free. I've knocked back the off of the tackle to make that running back either bubble or turn it back inside. I know my dog's got me. I'm doing my job. It ends with me. And that's how we play that. You may not make the tackle every single time. But you can make a play every play. <laughs> I'm going to say that one more time. Because for some reason, that kills teams. You might not make the tackle. But every play, you can make a play. You can make that play every play. You forced that running back to turn inside. You made that play. You didn't make the tackle, but you made that play. You forced the quarterback to stop and throw the ball on boot. 
You played disciplined football. You were square. You looked inside. The quarterback tried to roll out, but because you kept contained, he had to stop his feet and throw the ball from a spot he didn't want to. That interception, that incompletion, you made that play. That was you, big dog. It ends with you. They tried to trap you, big dog. Down, down, kick out. Old school offense, but it always works. And here comes that pulling guard. And you were taught the wrong arm that thing, if that's how your defense teaches you. To spill it. You squeeze, squeeze, and you spilt it. You attack that guard's inside hip and shoulder. And that running back, hoping to run right behind that trap, he can't. Why? Because you blew it up. Anything goes away, you stay. Because something's coming back. And you attack that. You blew it up. Big dog, you might not have made that tackle. But God dog it, you made the play. Defensive ends, this is for you. Your job and your role on that defensive scheme is important. What a lot of defensive ends do not realize is that you're actually playing the game against that offensive coordinator. He is trying to find your weakness. And often, too often, the weakness of a defensive end is his undiscipline. It is him or her being undisciplined in the game. It's them wanting to make all the tackles, all the sacks, and it's a game of one. It is them playing on that field alone, and they want to make as many tackles and sacks as they possibly can. That becomes an issue when the priority is you and not the team. Remember, you're the cornerstone piece. You hold everything together. And when you are undisciplined, the defense falls apart because you're the screw that needs to be in place. So an offensive coordinator will look at the undisciplined actions of a defensive end. He will look at the tendencies of you, big dog. He is watching you to see if you're going to bite on that die so the play action opens up to see if you're going to just knife in there on a jet sweep and a toss. Or you're going to just go chase that ball down. And so therefore that reverse gets you because you're not doing your job because you're not playing the game how you were taught to play it. Big dog, what is your role? What is your responsibility? Do you know your value as a defensive end? It ends with you. Defensive end, <laughs> I'm talking to you. Don't let your undisciplined action be the reason for your team's failure. If we lose, it's because we just got flat out beat. And you know what? We'll take that having done everything we were supposed to do as a defensive end. But I'm not going to lose a football game because of my undisciplined actions. Because I was playing selfish football. Defensive ends, I'm talking to you. How often, and I've made this mistake too, where I realized that my eyes were not where they were supposed to be because I got a little greedy and I wanted what I shouldn't have wanted and I got caught up in a play. That offensive coordinator knew what I would look for. He knew what I would want, and he dangled it right in front of my face like bait. 
I got played. Why? Because I was before my team. Instead of my team being before me. When you play disciplined football, when you read your pre's, when you attack your keys, when you know what your role is on that defensive line, in that defensive scheme. And like I said, you may not make every tackle and every sack, but you're making plays happen. The things that are happening are happening because of you. That's when you know you are the true cornerstone. You are the end all. You are the screw of that defense. You're holding things together. And it takes a special person to play defense at the end because not only is he a headhunter, but he's disciplined. Not only is he a sacrificer, but he is disciplined. Not only does he have the power and the ability and the agility to destroy anything that comes his or her way, but they are disciplined. Big dog, you are disciplined. Let your discipline be a strength, not just your speed, not just your skill, not just your quickness. Not just your aggression, but your discipline. A disciplined defensive end is one of the hardest things to play against. Ask any offensive coordinator. Because I may not be able to run it up the middle, but I sure can get around the outside. <laughs> what good is your interior defensive lineman if your end can't cap? If your end can't keep it in? What good is your nose? Your three technique, the end on the opposite side, your inside backers, what good are they if your end can't keep it in? Big dog, what good is your defense if you can't keep it in? At what point, how valuable are you? I worked with a defensive coordinator before and he was simply telling defensive end, listen, if you can't contain, you can't play, period. And I agree with that. Your job is to keep everything in, for starters. That is your primary job. That is your number one job. One of the most important jobs you have. But sometimes what keeps us from doing that job? Well, not being disciplined is what keeps us from doing that job. But what are some things that can help you do your job? Just to remind you once again, read your pre's. What are you looking for in the pre-snap? And now, how are you working on the post snap? And you're doing all you can to keep everything in. Like your life depends on it. Like your team depends on it. Big dog, it takes a special person to play defense in. Not everybody can do it. Not everyone has the athleticism, the quickness, the agility, the versatility, and the discipline to play defense in. Not everyone has that ability to do it. And that's why, big dog, I'm talking to you. You're a special person. You're a very important piece. You're an important piece to the puzzle. Without you, the picture don't make sense. Without you, we can't keep nothing in. Without you, the defense can't do its job. Who's making the quarterback throw the ball on the wrong foot? Who's making the quarterback run for his life? Who's making the quarterback step up in the pocket? Who's making the quarterback stop? his feet, and throw the ball because he can't get outside you on the boot? Who's making the quarterback give the ball to the running back almost every time on a triple option? You, big dog. 
you because of your play, because of what you're doing at the line of scrimmage. You're cutting the offensive coordinator's playbook in half. Half of them plays he got drawn up, he can't do because of you. Big Dog, you're an important piece to the puzzle. And if you just do your job, your team is going to go a lot further than you think they will. Or your team is going to go as far as you know they will because of what you do at the line of scrimmage. Big Dog, you're an important piece. I'm talking to you. Defensive ends, can you hear me? I'm talking to you, Big Dog. You are special. You are an important piece. You are part of a team. Most importantly, you're an important piece, but you are peace. Big Dog, remember that. You are an important piece, but always remember you are a piece. You don't make up the whole. You're just an important piece. Like I said, y'all know I like to eat. And this is what I was told. Eggs, cake batter, milk, butter, vanilla extract, a little bit of sugar. You put all that in that bowl and you whip it, big dog. You whip it. You whip it until you get what you want. You put that thing in a pan. Make sure that pan is buttered. And you put it in the oven. Before you know it, you got your cake. But like they told me back in the day, they said, son, when you put all those ingredients together, they taste real good. When you put them together. But if you try to taste vanilla abstract outside of that cake batter, it's disgusting. You try to just eat eggs raw? Yeah. Nasty. I definitely ain't eating a stick of butter. <laughs> I ain't doing that. Even though it's in my cake. But I ain't going to eat it outside of it being mixed in with the other ingredients. Big dog, that's you. What am I saying? I'm saying that when you put all that together, can you imagine a cake without that vanilla abstract or without that butter or without those eggs or whatever ingredient that is pivotal, that is important, that you would need to make that cake batter and you happen to miss that ingredient, you ain't going to get the same result. And that's what I'm saying. You are not the cake, big dog. You're just one of the important ingredients. And what I'm telling you is that you are an important ingredient and that that ingredient is needed to have a successful defense. But keep it in perspective. You are a piece of the puzzle. A very important piece for sure. Sometimes my big dogs don't know how important they are, but you're a piece. We play team football. We play discipline football. And the games that you are going to win this year or continue winning or start to win are going to happen because one, you know who you are. Two, you know how valuable you are. Three, you know your role in the scheme of the defense. Four, you are going to make sure you are doing your job like your life depends on it. Five, you're doing it because of the love of your team. It is the unity, not just the uniformity, and that's what we're going to see on film. That's going to be the reason why you're going to start to see success on the defensive side of the ball because you are a very disciplined 
thief is an end. And because of your discipline and everything else, you're going to cut that offensive coordinator's book in half. Like I said before, it ain't too many plays they're going to be able to run because of how you're playing the defense and spot. Hey, defense, it ends. <laughs> Big dog, I'm talking to you. What does it mean to play defense at end? And am I playing defense at end the way I'm supposed to? Big dog, I want you to think about what we talked about today. Think about digging into pre's. What are my pre's? What are the pre's I should be looking at? And it should take me two snaps. Bum, bum. Should take me two snaps. Two snaps and I should know what's about to happen. Or I should have a great idea as to what I think is going to happen. When them two snaps happen and I know what's going to happen and I'm now reading my pre's and I'm getting ready to attack my keys, I'm looking at the L or the V of the neck. Once that center put his hands on the ball, it's time to go to work. Ain't nothing I'm reading now. I'm attacking. I'm attacking now. The reading is over and it's time to go to work. Big dog, prepare yourself. Even when you watch film, see yourself doing these things. Visual imagery. See yourself doing the right things at the right time. Consistently. Play the game before you play the game. So when it's time to play the game, you've been playing the game so much that your body, your eyes, and your mind has no choice but to do what you've been doing all week long. Defense and ends. <laughs> it's for you. Let's work. Big Dog, as always, I appreciate you listening to my podcast. I know you could be listening to any podcast. You could be anywhere doing anything, but I appreciate you spending these few moments listening to what Big Dog has to say. Divas and ends. This is for you. D-Tackles, Nose Tackles, I'm coming your way next, but this podcast was for my end. Oh, I watched some great Divas and end play this week and last week. Hoping to see more coming real soon. I tell you what, there's been some ups and downs. But come on, defense and ends. Come on, man. Don't let the food out the gate. <laughs> Big Dog, come visit me at BigDogFootball.com. Man, I'm telling you, we are progressing and growing that site every week. We are determined to make that the mecca, the place in which you go to get all of your D-line needs. A one-stop shop, baby. Run game. Pass rush. Drills. Podcasts. Video analysis. Inspiration and motivation. Big Dog, we got it all at Big Dog Football. So Big Dog, come pay me a visit at www.bigdogfootball.com. That's B-I-G-D-A-W-G football.com come check it out and join the big dog football community <laughs> alright big dog you already know what time it is it's time to strap up put your hands in the dirt and let's go to work 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 work